Welcome to the Planet Wave Starcast for Monday, the 2nd of August, 2021. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, the host of Planet Waves FM and the author of the soon-to-return Planet Waves horoscope. Speaking of Planet Waves FM, there's a brand new, very nice edition at planetwaves.fm, including a new edition of Tantra Studio. I'm on a bit of a roll with Tantra Studio these days, uh, so you're invited to check that out. Again, planetwaves.fm. Where we stand now, as the uh, Earth moves under our feet and uh, moves around the sun, is that, uh, first of all, let's just quickly recap the weekend. The moon moved through the sign Taurus all weekend long, making a bunch of exciting aspects, and passing through the Saturn Uranus square, so it was a little bit restless. I don't know how you experienced that. A little bit difficult to predict uh, what was uh, what was going to happen or what to do. Hopefully, your changes and plans went well. As of this recording, on Sunday evening in Kingston, New York, here in the hills, way north of the city, uh, the moon is moving through very late Taurus, uh, and it will make its last aspect in Taurus. Uh, being a square to Jupiter. Lots of energy there, a little bit prone to exaggeration uh, and uh, and a bit of mystery with uh, both of these planets in the last degree of their signs. This takes place at 3.40 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. By the way, all times in this podcast are stated in Eastern Time. Also, over the weekend, there was uh, the Mercury-Sun conjunction. This happens twice every Mercury cycle. That was at 10 a.m., sorry, 10.07 a.m. on Sunday. And, spoiler alert, everything going on right now is heading toward the Leo New Moon. The Leo New Moon is August 8th, 2021. uh, And the New Moon takes place very close to the midpoint of Leo. That's a kind of a big deal because it accentuates the New Moon with the, the... fact of it being in the middle of a fixed sign for complicated reasons, uh, that activates the Aries point, and so it creates something larger than normal, a bit more public than normal, but that is on the 8th. That is uh, about a week ahead of us. All right, so uh, first event Monday uh, is this moon square to Jupiter, Uh, and then soon after that happens, the moon changes signs and enters Gemini, and the first thing the moon does once it is in Gemini is it makes a square, again, 90 degrees, very dynamic, to um, Mars in Virgo. Now, these are uh, highly mental signs. We have Mars in Virgo and the moon in Gemini, and uh, this is uh, a bit agitated, and so the sensation of Monday may have a bit of waking up on the wrong side of the bed. Try not to let that get the best of you. Shake that off as best you can. Uh, Let's see. Anything else worth mentioning on Monday? No, that's about it. Though, ah, how about this? Uh, We are now in, exactly in, the opposition. How did I miss this? The opposition of the Sun and Saturn. Uh, That, let's let's see how close that is right now. Didn't see that uh, on my radar screen. All right, let's get the exact time of that. That's a big one. That's a solar aspect. Uh, when when you start doing 
these daily type of projects, you do a lot of lunar aspects and, and you realize how few solar aspects there are and also what are called mutual aspects. That is to say, two different moving planets uh, making alignments to one another. We have now a solar uh, aspect coming up and that is August 2nd. That is to say, Monday morning at 2.14 a.m. So that square, that opposition between the Sun and Saturn can have a bit of a, a heavy feeling uh, and also a sense of, uh, of, of responsibility. Uh, and, you know, the, the kind of dutiful feeling that Saturn can bring when it is an aspect to, uh, to anything, though Saturn is almost always good for business, especially in Aquarius. All right, so the Sun and Saturn oppose one another at 2.14 a.m., and then the Moon makes a square to Jupiter. Uh, that is at, um, again, recapping, that's at 3.40. Then the next thing that happens is uh, the, the, the Moon newly in Gemini makes a square to Mars. That's a little bit tense. So that's the itchy, scratchy, and possibly feeling like you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And the thing there is uh, to pay attention to what you're angry about, remembering as challenging as it is, that normally the thing you think you're angry about is not actually the thing that is pissing you off. This comes out of A Course in Miracles. There's a lesson I'm never upset for the reason I think. And this one always gets me to, I always think I'm pissed off about one thing, but actually it turns out to be another thing. So uh, hand that back to the universe or ask, hey, why am I so upset and what can I do about this? All right, so now we're hovering around um, Monday morning, 9.30 Eastern. Uh, the moon makes that square to Mars. And by the way, Mars is uh, is conjunct this odd, mysterious little point, better talked about in a longer format, called Trans-Pluto. Trans-Pluto is a kind of a summary. It's a non non-existent planet, doesn't have a body, just a calculated point. But it sums up the message of, of uh, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Somebody once explained it to me, and uh, I, I promptly uh, forgot. <clears throat> but if you want to learn about Trans-Pluto, Google Trans-Pluto is Real by Lynn Coiner, I believe K-O-Y-N-E-R. Okay, so the moon moving through Gemini, the moon will cross its own north node at some point uh, late in the day on Monday, and uh, and then on Tuesday, the 3rd at 1.18 a.m. Okay, why did I cast this chart? I forgot to write down why I cast these charts. I'm supposed to make notes on them. All I'm looking at is Tuesday. Uh, the moon is trine Saturn. So that lifts a little bit of pressure off. Uh, moon in Gemini trine Saturn. Though I will add that uh, a little bit later in the morning on Tuesday, the moon is square Nessus. So the moon makes a trine to Saturn. That's nice. Uh, it's air to air. Saturn and Aquarius, the moon in Gemini. That's conversant. You can probably solve a couple of problems if you stay up late working on Tuesday. But then the moon makes a square to Nessus about eight hours later, looking at about nine, ten o'clock in the morning. Uh, that's another kind of waking up on the wrong side of the bed feeling. And particularly with Nessus, particularly in Pisces, the moon in Gemini, another one of those things where you may not know what is bugging you. So give yourself a chance to figure that out. Work through the layers before you blame anyone else. It may be uh, something entirely different than you think, like, for example, a stone in your shoe. 
Uh, later in the morning on Tuesday, what else have we got here? Uh, the moon at 15 degrees, moon square Venus. So the moon square Venus, that is the feeling of like, it's it's a feeling of neediness, but without being able to receive so well. So the lesson of the moon square Venus is to be able to tell the difference between what you need and what you want. And also then when you have what you need or what you want to receive it graciously. The thing with the moon in Gemini and Venus in Virgo is, again, we're talking mental plane stuff. And so the reminder here is to get into your feelings. That's the moon and Venus. And if you notice when you're feeling that you may feel two contradictory ways or perhaps three or four contradictory ways, because we've got uh, both the moon and Venus in mutable signs and the moon in Gemini is most certainly given to feeling different things that may not add up. Okay, Wednesday, overnight Tuesday to Wednesday, again in uh, Eastern Zone, uh, more early morning action as the moon makes a square to Neptune. Here's the clue of not really knowing or not really understanding what's going on. So uh, I would uh, suggest, given that the, the moon is working its way toward a square to Neptune, which occurs overnight Tuesday to Wednesday, very early Wednesday morning, 2.55 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, that you take this whole moon in Gemini thing, which uh, which basically goes from early morning on uh, on Monday till well we'll get to, we'll get to when it changes signs I've got that uh, I do have that chart um, uh, don't don't take things so seriously and uh, re remember to consider alternate points of view you don't need to get stuck or latched into one viewpoint there's a lot of monomania going on there's a lot of I'm right and you're a fucking idiot which is completely ridiculous especially when you hear some of the people who take this self righteous uh, position of their being right. You wonder if some of them have ever read a book. Okay, August 4, Wednesday, again early morning action, 3.37 a.m. A lot happens in the overnight hours. A lot of important aspects happening in the overnight hours. May not make for uh, restful sleep. I would say mind your sleep hygiene or get ready to be up late and be tired. Uh, Wednesday morning, moon trines Jupiter. Okay, that's potentially helpful. That potentially has a sense of mutuality, of flow, and uh, what's the last that last degree of, uh, of of Gemini? Anyway, when when aspects happen in the last degrees, a lot of the rules are suspended, and uh, they they can have more interesting expressions. And so, uh, m much like overnight uh, Sunday to Monday, we have uh, one of those moon uh, moon square. What's going on there? Oh, moon square Jupiter. Well, Wednesday, early night, we have Moon trine Jupiter, and maybe the lesson there is, ah, that wasn't all such a big deal. Uh, maybe I was exaggerating things. Maybe I was overreacting. The world is in this place now where there's no such thing as an overreaction. I try to make up metaphors for this, and I think, okay, let's say there's a little development, maybe a cul-de-sac, and somebody burns the toast, the fire alarm, goes off and uh, it's only burned toast but you know the automatic alarm of fire is sent to the fire department fire department shows up and just to be on the safe side they smash into all the houses everywhere on the cul-de-sac and hose down all the contents just to make sure the fire doesn't spread 
but who cares? It was toast. Nobody's paying attention. All right. Wednesday, again, uh, developing here. Ah, Wednesday, August 4, 5.16.57 p.m. That's to say 5.17 p.m. Late in the afternoon, early in the evening. On Wednesday, the moon enters the sign Cancer. So that's when the, let's say, the inning that begins early morning on Monday ends. It begins late in the day on Wednesday. Just uh, for a little bit of back reference, the moon passing through a sign is the equivalent of an inning in baseball. Uh, it's not like the same as four downs in football. An inning is much more decisive and definitive. In, in my view, I'm not a football expert, definitely much more of a baseball expert. But the, the, the moon passing through a sign is its own distinct story, its own distinct tale, uh, T-A-L-E, and, uh, and everything pretty much clears uh, when the inning ends and a whole new kind of round of play begins. And so uh, we have a, a kind of a tidy one of those uh, with uh, as far as this program is concerned because uh, my next update will be sometime on Wednesday. Who knows, perhaps early to catch the, uh, the moon's ingress. Um, the moon will be moving through Gemini basically the entire time. Uh, that this uh, particular program is uh, is designed for. So Gemini Moon uh, is is fun. Gemini Moon is uh, about talking, and it's uh, about it's, it's got it's got a lighter feeling than many other moon signs. It's just that you know be cautious because the the moon is um, working its way into that square to Neptune. Whenever the moon is in the sign, right ninety degrees away. From Neptune, you got to ask yourself: Is this really true? What's going on around here? And with Neptune in Pisces, that's like extra special, juicy Neptune. Of course, that seems to last forever, many more years. And the Moon in Gemini is always a reminder to get both sides of the story. Particularly, remember, get both sides of the story, particularly from yourself. All right, one moment of self-promotion. My new book, Planets in Transit, excuse me, that's my friend Rob's book. Mine is called Planets in Motion. And uh, if you scroll down on the um, StarCast page, you'll see my little pitch for that. If you're listening to this podcast somewhere remotely, it's published at planetwaves.net. There's all kinds of great stuff. Explore that website. Great stuff there and great stuff at planetwaves.m. We are, FM, we are supported by our subscribers. No ads, no weird, dark, dusty corporate sponsorship. Just you and me. Thanks for listening. Catch you in a couple of days. Bye for now.